What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Bricks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by my team, the squad. Miss Mary Almonte is here in the building. What's going on? What's up, y'all? I need to stop saying in the building because like, some people think like we're not all in the same building. So you're in a building, but not this building. So, Well, we're all in the same mental building. Uh-huh. Spiritual building, <laughs> the same audio building, right? We also got Mr. Bailey the Great. What's going on, bro? Oh man, I'm in the car, literally. <laughs> See, and Bailey's not even in a building; he's in an automobile. And then we got Mr. Marquis. Also, what's going on, bro? Nada, nada. Shout out, happy birthday, BTG. Happy Appreciate birthday, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another, yeah. another one, man. I'm. We're getting old, bro. You know? No, I, no, 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 I'm not. I just turned 28. You just turned 28, so you're taking 10 years <laughs> yeah. off? Oh, okay. I got yeah, you. That's for sure. I got you. What you For your 40th or 30th. Sorry, my bad. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we need to figure something out. But uh, we, we got a pretty light episode prepared for you guys this week. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Uh, it doesn't feel pretty like light episode. Yeah, well, we'll see. I just want you to think about it. <laughs> Every time we say that shit, something fucking happens. Like, so it's graham cracker light. <laughs> ain't, that, ain't that some shit? Y'all not gonna keep assaulting me. I don't understand why the why it's all of a sudden team up on Hayes. I'm in the graham cracker club with you. What you talking yeah. about? It's not an assault. I'm proud. <laughs> Welcome to the Breaks Radio. So this first topic that we got today, I put on this list because we've had a lot of conversations about us not keeping ownership of our shit. So Lil Wayne, it came out that he uh, has reportedly sold all the catalog of Young Money uh, for $100 million. This includes the catalog of Drake and Nicki Minaj's uh, first few albums. Uh, Damn. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, and then $100 million seems like an undersell for what those masters are going to ultimately be worth. Um, Mary, I'll come to you first on this. And what do you think about this? So if there ever was going to be a debate about who wins Coon Artist of the Year award, I think this just pushed him over the edge. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this was just, I don't know. I've always had some feelings about Lil Wayne, but this was like, just, is you dumb? To quote Remy Ma. So and, and and to add on top of that, like he literally just got ownership of these less than a year ago when he finally got out and separated from Cash Money to so turn around and say, and this is where the difference is. He's always said that he looks up to Jay Z. This is the difference. When Jay Z became president of Def Jam, he secured owning his own masters through that deal, and then eventually left. Like, where is the legacy? This is a slap in the face. But Marquis, what do you think? Um, sellout. No truer words, sell out. My question is, why? Did he need the money? Did he need need the money for something? Like, why? What do you need an additional 100 million to sell your soul and your partners? Like you said, this this catalog could have been bigger than MJ's. Like, this generation isn't checking for that. There's going to be records broken because of Drake alone, like what he's done. He's basically one of the biggest musicians, artists, whatever the fuck you want to call it, ever. And he sold the rights to this. Like, again, we had this discussion before. We can't own shit. And when we actually get something, we just give it away. to. So, yeah. I don't know, man. And I I, I agree with Mary. Uh, uh, Coon artist, for real. And it is opera at its finest. But Jesus, 
Yeah, How much it, more fucking do we need? This is a deal you think you would have heard happen in like the 90s. Like nowadays, people understand so much the importance of owning your own shit that it's just surprising of what he sold this for. Baylor, what do you think? I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll unanimous vote. I'll vote him to the Coon Island too, but some don't feel right. Like, I, I, I mean, as, as much as I say something, you know, as much as I critique him a lot, I know he is a smart man, uh, even though he has, you know, done some dumb shit in the past. So I'm, I'm thinking, like, does he need the money for, isn't he f- still fighting the case? Yeah, he, yeah, he just got new charges recently, so. I don't think that case is worth 100 mil, though, um, or even close to that. This don't sound like, it just don't sound right. Is it protection? So to, 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 to me, it sounds like, you. I can't say forced, but it just seems like it was something that he did that he probably didn't want to do. He never came out with an explanation, right? Uh, no, I mean, as far as what I saw in my research, he hasn't even commented on it yet. Um, I mean, that's Drake. Drake catalog alone is it's worth more than a hundred million dollars. Like, yeah, by by himself, and Nicki not gonna be far off. That's that doesn't sound like he made that decision on his own. And I, I'm I, I'm sorry, I'm not even I'm not even a little I'm a I'm a I'm a old Lil Wayne fan. Yeah. Not 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 the anything after Cash Money is like is is blurry lines. But at the same time, I do know. That even with the dumb decision that he's made throughout his career, I know he wouldn't make a decision like that. You would think like, he just literally fought so hard for this. What was it, 2019? I think at the beginning when he when he broke free, baby. After to, to our point, yeah. You know so he fought like, for something only to give it away. Like if we know, I know he knows. This that's just wild, man. I just. I can't imagine it. You you would you would think that he would easily like and I think the number is what makes it even more alarming. It would have been different if he sold it for like five hundred million dollars. Even then it's like the longevity of what those are gonna mean over time, of course, or more than that. But for a hundred million dollars for this catalog, it just something doesn't seem right. Something doesn't unless seem it unless unless it like I mean, cause it it could be anything until we honestly find out the truth. But it could be something like maybe he made a deal a long time ago and now he's cashing in on it. You just never know. So, this is and, and <clears throat> this is something you brought up, Hayes. Um, as far as recognizing what we have, so I think one of the analogies was it's like um, the difference between wealth and being rich. You know, being rich is having money, like buying a house. Eventually, it's going to depreciate. But being wealthy is like having a castle. It never depreciates. You know, basically, you have to fix certain things, but. That's true wealth. That's generational wealth. You pass that down. If you keep those, all your kids, your grandkids are set for life. This is music that, that will be timeless. So I don't know, man. And, and, Bailey, and, and yeah, BTG, you might be onto something, dude. Like something had to happen where he had to sell off his shit. Uh, again, he's not under the same protection. If he needs protection, uh, you know, from baby or whatever, I don't know. But this, and yeah, how, this is just now coming out like, you know, like it's under the radar. Nobody... You know, now it's blown up because the person who was promised money, his old manager was prom- promised money. Now it's come to light. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Something's off with this. But hey, hey, remember, we grew up in an era where we seen, you know, we seen Suge Knight strong arm niggas for, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, for rights. He's not the only one. And, he, and he's not the smartest one. So it ain't no telling who. Lil Wayne got in bed with as far as business wise, where he probably owed he had a debt. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like, bro, he may have had some some debt that he had to pay, and it was probably that major. He that's probably his price for fame. Who knows? Yeah. So just to put a uh, this is all of Drake's catalog up up into Scorpion. So anything that comes out in the future is not going to be under this. Everything that Nicki Minaj has released in her career up until this point. And everything that Lil Wayne has released since the Carter Three going forward. That's just, mm. that's crazy. Fuck. That's a lot. Man. That's a lot. That's that's that and with me not even being a huge fan of those artists in general, mm-hmm. that's wealth right there that we just talked about. That is that is that is a a, a family tree of wealth right there. For the other people I'm, involved. That's more than Rockefeller. Yeah. The whole Rockefeller group, right? That's Pretty much more than with Jay Z. I mean, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's a bit much, man. That's a bit much. So I got, I got, I got to shoot him some bail until we find out the the reason, which I don't. We'll probably never find out. You know what I mean? But I just don't feel like he would pull something like just you know, a hundred million doesn't sound right to me. Like, nah, man. You could have nah. got a bill from Apple. I'm like, you probably could have got a billion from Apple. If you, if you, if you, or sold it to Jay Z, sell it to somebody yeah. else in the culture. Yeah. Like, sell right. it to somebody right. else yeah. who is going to respect it yeah. and 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 do something with it. You sold it to Universal, like, and I get it. Universal's a big time label. Drake is still signed to Universal now as a solo artist, but still, like, sell it to somebody else who's going to keep it. Black home. Why? Why wouldn't he sell it? To, why wouldn't he sell it back to his artists? That too. Mm-hmm. That's for true. Drake, for, for Drake That's to be true. signed on the Universal and then give Drake his shit, and he got the money. Yeah, like, they, they all have man. the money to buy back. Like he could have got a hundred million from Nicki and Drake, and their respect for him, they probably would have easily gave it to him to own their masters. And even if they didn't have it, they could put the money up together to get it. That's wow. true. That's mm-hmm. This might be some Dave Chappelle shit. Yeah, bro, I'm trying to tell the, you, man. Like, the rest I of the story is gonna come out eventually. Something else has to come out from this. Yeah. I'm not I, I'm not I'm not rolling with he just say, you know what, I see a hundred mil, let me get that. Like that it, it it don't add up. That nigga's smarter than that, bro. Yeah. Well let's let's not harp on that too much. Uh let's move into the next topic, which is a I don't know about y'all. My mom always had ebony magazines on the side of the toilet or on the kitchen counter or something. Uh, so Ebony Magazine sold uh, was purchased for $14 million uh, by Bridgman Sports, which is actually owned by a former NBA player, U- Ulysses Jr. Uh, Bridgman, uh, for $14 million. That's not really a huge thing. They filed for bankruptcy a couple of years ago or whatever, and so now that they've, they've been purchased back out. Um, a, what do you think about a staple like Ebony Magazine uh, being being bought for what it was? $14 million seems low for that as well. But then a second question I have for each one of you guys after this is how would you relaunch a magazine in 2020, 2021, when not really many people are reading print uh, nowadays? Uh, Marky, I'll come to you first. Um, well, two things. First off, you had the Ebony magazine by your toilet, bro. My mom, in the bathroom? my mom okay. did. I was okay. I was no, a teenager. No I, I had no control okay. over what was in that bathroom. Okay, but we know what's in the Ebony magazine. I'm just you know putting that out there. Um, two. <laughs> what was in it? I'm <laughs> no, I'm joking. I mean, you got some dark skinned women in there, you know. You're in the bathroom. No, I used the Victoria's <laughs> Secrets for that, bro. But keep ah, it going. okay. okay. <laughs> the lingerie models. The models. Got it. Got it. Um, so two things. It's sad that Ebony wasn't picked up by someone like Oprah or 
um, that would appreciate that actually could take this somewhere, even Michelle Obama or somebody or a group of women who could have basically lifted this up and take it to the next level. I don't know the direction. I'm not going to knock up a, a former sports men in the direction they're going to take it in, mm -hmm. but I would rather this be in the hands of women or black women. And two, how it should be launched is digitally. Number one, there should be a digital um, presence. It should be more about the, the, the social climate and promotion of women. Um, it also should focus on so the, the, like in a social aspect through social media and things like that. It has to be, but the, the, the actual print copy itself should be something where you could potentially have like QR codes where you can only get like limited um, access to certain artists or something like that. That's the only way you're going to get people to touch it. Um, the demographic below is are, they're not going to touch print. They're going to read on their phones or whatever. So that's the only way you can, you know, capture the print. But as far as digital, you, you can do so much with Ebony Magazine from a social perspective, a pioneer. Like there's so much you, you can elevate a lot of people um, and touch so many black women. So that's how I, I would approach it. Yeah, man, that's a good idea, Mary. Um, so I'm not so familiar with um who the NBA player is that that bought it, but I to your point before about what Little Wayne didn't do, it feels like at least this was bought by someone in the culture. Mm -hmm. Even though I agree with Marquis, I feel like if it were an Oprah or like another, you know, heavy hitter, heavy hitting black woman in media, it probably would have been a more seamless transition. Um. I would, I mean, obviously, I don't think that printing magazines is really a worthwhile endeavor anymore. Um, but I definitely think that focusing on the social aspects of things, of, of putting out content, would be worthwhile for them. I mean, shit, they could even create a podcast network and pick up Young Urban Moms. Oh, cough, cough. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, they're going to have to find a way to reach the audience digitally, but I do think it's a big opportunity. So I'm happy that at least it's going to live on in some format because I was a huge fan of Ebony also. Not in the bathroom, but <laughs> when I'd be on, on the bus from, from school. <laughs> uh, well, we just figured it out. We just finished talking about Lil Wayne. I think, I think Lil Wayne sold that catalog so he could buy. He had the opportunity to buy Ebony. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We figured it out. Lil Wayne, especially with the comments he's made about women trying to buy a, a, a Ebony magazine. <laughs> but you know what? I think I'm I'm really uh, I'm retro and I'm vintage. I believe everything that was done before could could come back. I mean, that's why we have timeless music because it's being sampled so many times. So I think we do live in a world where if you know how to market it the correct way, it'll pop off. Yeah, the hard copies. It might be tough to come by, but if you make it more exclusive, it could work. So if you had a limited edition and you gave influencers and entrepreneurs the opportunity to have to 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 be promoted in those on those pages and you keep up with the latest, you know, IG comedians or the top Twitter personalities, I think it could work. You know what I mean? But I don't think if you if you flood the market with the hard copies, it's not going to work. Nowadays, everybody likes exclusive shit. You know what I mean? And plus, even if you did limit it, 
you'll find the content online somehow. So that's why they do have to probably go the digital route. But that hard copy has to, like Mark, like Mark, he said, it has to come with a little bit extra. Maybe some concert tickets, you know what I mean? Or maybe some exclusive photos that doesn't come on, you know, that you won't find online. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's a premium edition. Yeah, I mean, I think it could work. I just don't think it's not like the old days. You know what I mean? Like the last, the last few magazines has actually been selling out. Or at the time, what happened when they sold out was the different Kobe Bryant editions, uh, where I was ripping and running my city where he played at, trying to find the vibe. You know what I'm saying? The Sports Center, the L.A. Times. I tried to find all. Them. I end up spending almost $200 on those magazines, you know what I mean? And still haven't looked through them. So it's a market for it. Now, unfortunately, I'm looking for those magazines because one of the late greats had passed away. But I truly feel that if you market it right and you give Yum a, a, a space in that, you know, magazine, bro, people going to go get that. I think, and I mean, to... To flesh that out more, I think if you if you relaunch Ebony Magazine as a digital platform and use it to highlight moms, highlight women creatives, like and blogs, and make it a place where where they can go, and you also create a platform, uh, then that that may be what you what you need to do because no nowadays nobody's sitting around reading articles. It's all about personalities. Even in in, in writing and in, in digital formats, it's all about what personalities can you push for. Yeah. There's some of it. I still go on ESPN every once in a while, but at the end of the day, what really makes things better is is the personalities behind your brand and how you highlight those. So if they can do that, I think, yeah, you you have a solid platform to go off of. My my question is though, is like, is it just name recognition at that point? Because everything that we've said is like almost a complete rebranding of the of Ebony Magazine. In that case, like, is that fourteen million dollars? to pay for that name enough where you could have just put that $14 million into creating your own brand. You're going to have to pay for another name. You're going to have to pay for another name and bring that name back to life. You don't have I to pay for yeah. a name. Create it on your own. No, no, but what I'm saying. For the audience. Oh, okay. So I, I, I got the, I could, I could vision, I could vision, um, I could vision, vision yum wearing Baylorism on Ebony promoted by a celebrity. <laughs> Yes, a I lot of layers to what you just said, bro. I, but I, I believe in those layers, every yeah. bit of them. Let's manifest it, for real. I do. Even if it doesn't happen, I got to put it out there. Yes. Yeah. It could happen. Like, I, I mean, I mean, we we sitting up there clowning Lil Wayne, but if he did buy Ebony and he gave us an opportunity to showcase our talent, bro, Drake can sell us shit that we can get for free. So then maybe we shouldn't give him the Coon Artist of the Year award. No, he didn't buy anything. He's saying if he bought, no, he's still the cool artist of the year. He didn't buy. That goes off. Just in case he's listening. (laughs) (laughs) We won't acknowledge you as little anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I think think, think it can happen, though. It just, you know, I think, like you said, it, it, it has to be a name attached to it because that's just how it is right now. You know what I mean? It could be it, there's shit that they create nowadays that's pretty mediocre. But if you put a top notch, popular name to it, people are going to buy it. That's true. I, well, I just came from the OVO store and I've been to that store numerous times. And a majority of that shit is seven cans of shark shit. But because of the name that is on there, 
is selling. My man Drake is out here selling five hundred dollar hoodies. And I get I'm that. Like, I get that. But that's place that still has name value in the zeitgeist now, like with the young community. People don't know fucking Ebony Magazine. Like you could go pick a random millennial and ask them about Ebony Magazine. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I meant by attach the name to it. So if you attach somebody like a Drake or like a Megan, Megan, yeah, something like that. You, yeah. you, you, you put Beyonce on a on an Ebony Magazine. It's taking off. Yeah, without yeah, without her true. even saying anything. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, I think we killed that one. Next one. Uh, we got to get into this versus. Who wants to, who wants to start this one? E forty too short. I think Baylor. I think yeah. I think Baylor has it. to. This has to be. Hey y'all are that, that's so the y'all are so West Coast racist. Let me tell y'all. I watch probably. <laughs> I probably watch fifteen minutes of it at the most, and it was like on and off because that was actually I was actually celebrating my birthday weekend that night, and it was. Between watching them, Notre Dame and Clemson and the box and Canelo, it wasn't much. I mean, I, I look, I know all they hits and I know it was slamming, but like I told you, I was done with versus a while ago. It just hit. So it's this just didn't even get hit. you back in. This didn't get you no, back the, in. It, it's not even, I think that, that battle was placed in the wrong time. If that battle would have been after like a little John and, and, and uh, T Pain. That now we talking, but because it's in the holidays, bro. A couple, uh, uh, a week almost before Christmas, niggas is not thinking about no versus battle. And even if they would have kept the original battle, I'm not tuning in like that. Well, I don't think it. I I think for me personally, right? West Coast music is better when it's warm outside. <laughs> like, no, like, don't get me wrong. Like, like. Who, who like that's my thing. I like I and I watched most of it. I did turn it off and then I I came back and watched watched the rest of it later, like the next day or something. But while the music was great, it's good to see Too Short at his age still doing his thing. E Forty was having a lot of fun. It just didn't feel like the right time of year to be listening to that type of music for me. Well, that I think I just said that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when the first battle popped off, we was in the you know in the, in the beginning of the summer. But see, your thing is uh, versus overall at this time. I'm not saying versus overall. I'm saying specifically this matchup. This well, wasn't the, the right was, time of year for the, the original matchup. We talking about R and B is no. Mm-hmm. This is the well, perfect Bordering, month. This is the perfect uh, month. Yeah, Bordering went into that realm. So. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, regardless, me personally, I it, I probably would have gave them the same amount of minutes. Although I can see them tuning into some R and B slash pop, then some Bay Area music, mm. older Bay Area cats at that. I was gonna say if they had like Sweetie, <laughs> that might have popped a little. You know what I mean? Then if we're talking Bay Area, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Marky. Uh, can I homer something in this one? <laughs> I mean, if it would have been Ice Cube and somebody, if we were going to go West Coast and them, uh, I, think, I think the best part about that, they did announce that, and look, nobody under, I know I'm 28, but I'm probably the only 28. <laughs> uh, nobody under 30, maybe, is going to probably be excited about this, but there will be a too short slash E40 Slash Snoop and Ice Cube album coming out. Oh, I don't want to hear that. At this time of year? Oh. 
No, they never. They, <laughs> they got to wait to May. Yeah, I don't. They, I don't know. I don't know. They announced when it was coming out, but they said it was something while, that they while was it's still on. getting dark at five thirty. I don't want to hear no fucking West Coast <laughs> artists. I don't want to hear none of that shit. <laughs> it's dark how at four thirty for us, so you're doing better than we are. <laughs> how many viewers um, tuned in on it to this one? I think they tapped out at like two. Yeah, there. I mean, it wasn't like nobody showed up there. Yeah. So, could, I mean, I mean, there's so many people in the world. You, they could, you could, you know, if you got any type of following, you're gonna scratch at least two hundred thousand. You know, that's so that's my, the that's the bar right there. You got to pass two hundred thousand. Yeah, I don't know if any of them went below that, but my experience with with this versus was I was in a clubhouse room called Culture Moms that Moni Love uh, created. Um, with our producer of Yum, and literally everyone was like, all right, somebody let us know when when they play. (laughs) Tell me when to go, and we'll all hop off and then come back. (laughs) And that was what happened. Like, that was the one song everybody was waiting for. So, I don't know. This is somebody's wine. There's, this is some really good wine. I gotta, I, I mean, I gotta say. Yeah, that, 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 I think we summed up our feelings on verses uh, pretty much well on that one. It just it wasn't it wasn't for us for various different reasons. Listen, this same one in May or April, it may have hit a little bit differently. But I don't want to hear nobody talking about no palm trees and none of that shit while I'm dealing with it getting dark and snow outside. I don't want to hear about none of that shit. None of it. Uh, hey, look, it was windy today, okay? It was windy today. <laughs> It dropped down to 61 degrees. Wow. Uh, we are, and we are upset. Uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and head into our first break because fuck Baylor. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get into our music and TV film section. We'll be right back after this. Hey, it dropped down to 61 degrees. We like, look here, buddy. Uh, time for that shit. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in this bed. <laughs> I am the Eric J. Only known as. The Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K-Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K-Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's jabroni. <laughs> and that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you. You ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right. So we're back. Uh, (laughs) We're back from break. Um, Hey, hey, let me tell you. One time we got down to like 35, right? I swear to God, we about to call a president. Like, yo, (laughs) what the fuck is this shit? No free, better than that. Oh man. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a new album. What's what's a year without a surprise Eminem album? Eminem dropped music to be murder, murdered by side B. That's what they all say. Uh, I didn't even know this dropped until Marquis put it in in our chat, and I immediately went to listen to it because as everyone knows, I'm an Eminem fan. Um, who wants to take this one away first? Why you why you got so many tracks? Bro, yeah. 
so many tracks. It's a side B. It's literally everything that didn't make. And that's the thing. No, that it's was not a side B. B. C. And D. Lord God <laughs> damn. He could have split that shit up. Hey, he could have had a no. four album run. Take off the fake club tracks. And I said this in our group chat. Nobody. Why does Eminem have to have these club tracks on every fucking album? Like at this point, have you guys ever in in the combined? Over a hundred years of, of life on this earth between us. Ever heard an Eminem track in the club and it been been good? Why does he do this shit? Nah. Nah. Eminem gotta stay out of the club. But I, I will say this though. Um I think he does that shit on purpose. To me. I feel like I feel like again, this is going back to the intelligence of some some of these artists. I think Eminem just be fucking with it. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna put this shit out. They're not gonna like it, but fuck it. I'm gonna do it anyway. And he probably wants somebody to say something, so you can have another reason. So you can have another reason to rap. That's I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't need. God, that was a lot of content. I could have drove the Vegas and back off that shit. <laughs> but this, yeah, this is. I didn't every get album, it, so I can't Kamikaze even. Like is like the same same length though. Every every album except Kamikaze is about 15, 16 to twenty tracks long. That is true. Hey, that is 100% true. Every time, every time I mention Eminem to my wife, she say the same thing. She's like, animals, the animals, cannibals? <laughs> I'm in a cabana. I ain't mean, gonna cabana, cabana. That you shit is crazy. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, my God. Oh, Eminem. man, shout out to M, though. Shout out to Yo. M. He's still dangerous. Oh, oh absolutely. Seriously? And, and and you know what, Bill, you might be onto something. I dare somebody to say something so I can set it off on a motherfucker because I'm literally yeah. that great. Do, I, wait, think he's bored. I feel I think like he's bored. I feel like that's what these albums are meant to do. Like I really think when M like don't get me wrong, music Ooh. to be music to be murdered by was really really solid. Kamikaze, right. really really solid. But he takes so many little shots and jabs and not only like not overtly mentioning names all the time, but even like stealing people's styles and using it in a comedic way. I really feel like he is so bored with hip hop as a genre right now. It's like, all right, now I want y'all to step outside. I wish somebody would say something to me because then I'll embarrass you and show you how bad you motherfuckers really are. Wait, Again, case the in point. That is they won't they won't even get that. They don't pay attention to the lyrics. To me, okay. He to me I, and Bayla, I'm sorry. He to me is like like Patrick Mahomes for the Jets or LeBron for the Suns. It's like pointless or breast reduction. Why? <laughs> Why? Why waste it? Wait, Why what did, it? What did Patrick oh Mahomes do? No, I said like him playing for the Jets. It's like oh. pointless. You know what oh. I mean? Like, but look, dude, you all these bars. Like, oh my God. Go case, case in point. Case in point. I think his guy, his mate, his one main guy is not. Is not talking right now, which I mentioned in the group. We need to talk about that. Is uh Vlad, right? Mm -hmm. So who is Vlad number one guy on there uh, for like a while? Lord Jamal, Lord, right? Lord Jamal. Lord Jamal. Yeah. Okay, who did he get into it with? Man. Well, he's and Lord Jamal is actually uh he's not gonna do working with Vlad anymore. Like he created his own platform, right? Yeah. But the thing was, the the thing was, he knows he's going to get some type of content out of it. He's going, and then therefore Lord Jamal is going to say something, which gets Eminem bored ass up in the studio to say something back. Like I think he really just wants somebody to pick on. He's just throwing my, some bullshit out thing, there. My thing is, I'm sorry, Mary. I know you haven't got a chance to talk yet, but my thing is, is that it's pointless. And the reason why I say this pointless, when somebody did respond back to Eminem with MGK, 
People uh-huh. were so thrown off by Eminem's cadence. He murdered him on Kill Shot, and people it completely did not rein into this generation because he wasn't rapping super aggressively. Or like Rap Devil was so aggressive. Like if you break down, if somebody handed you the written lyrics to Rap Devil and Kill Shot, there's no way I I guarantee eight and a half people out of ten. And that's only because the other people can't read are going to pick the <laughs> lyrics that were written on Kill Shot over Rap Dev. So uh, really quick to add to that, I swear to God, it was like dropping an atomic bomb to cam- to cannon fodder. I, I, I don't and no, and people actually thought MGK. Like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. This is a conversation. I, oh my God, that shit destroys me. I'm sorry. Go c- continue. No, Mary, go ahead. Oh, all right. We'll give Mary a second. But yeah, it's just I just. I really think Eminem doesn't realize it. Once he starts, stop trying to do the shock. Because people don't care anymore. The shock thing, he's not really going to shock any people anymore. What Jay-Z did with with evolving with 444 and letting us in more. Get, and I get it. M's let us in his whole career. So maybe, maybe it wouldn't be as shocking. But like, I really feel like M, this, this, this shock era for M is over. People don't care anymore. People care about him as an artist. People care about and still respect his ability once he gets on the mic. But this thing of if you're trying to light a fire under these young cats or whatever it is, it's not going to happen. They don't give a fuck. It's not happening. Mary, what do you think? No comment. (laughs) Truthfully, I didn't get through it, so I don't want to give a half-assed opinion. But I'm just person. I'm a fan of old Eminem for sure. I'm just not personally checking for him anymore. (laughs) So I think I'm in that group you were just describing. Okay. So, uh, and, and Baylor, I'm, Baylor, you 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 pointed on a lot, especially when it comes to him, and maybe he's setting up a trap. Hey, I I'm I'm with you. He's probably one of the greatest rappers of all time. Like, you have to rewind. Like Alfred, I had to rewind a couple things. Like, holy shit, did you did people catch that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he says shit. Like holy shit, I'm really tired of hearing him stalking a girl. I'm tired of hearing him possess over a girl and the same shit and murdering a girl. And then he gets on, like you said, those club tracks. Like, there's so much potential there, but it's a waste of fucking time. These are worse than No Ceilings albums. Like, seriously, you're wasting our time. There's so much talent there. And I get it, you're bored, but bruh, come on, give us something. Or or you start ghostwriting for people? Or tell us another story. Because... Mm. I think it's the every every year thing. Let, Let yourself have something to rap about, M. Be okay to go away for three to four years and then come back. Did he go away for revival? He, he did, for, but and revival, revival was amazing. I'm not gonna say that, bro. I but, f- revival wasn't for com- com- compared to when he left. What was before revival, and then to come back with revival the way that he did. Or am I thinking recovery? Maybe I'm thinking about recovery. Yeah, revival was one walk no. on water with um, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah, okay, no, no, yeah, no, no. The revival was not. Yeah, amazing. that was. Yeah, yeah. So recovery, okay. Recovery, so, yeah. Then he stepped recovery, away for a year, yes, and then came for back while, for revival. Came back for revival. Revival was trash. Was like, but then the backlash that he got from revival is what gave us Kamikaze. Kamikaze, which Kamikaze okay. was really good. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So okay, we're good. Yeah. All right. We're on the same page. I so many R titles he had there for know, right? he gets confused. <laughs> what a recovery revival? Yeah, refills, relapse. Yeah. Relapse, yeah. Yeah, he just sit, sometimes you just got to sit down. Yeah. I think I think he got to um like if if he has if he wants to stay relevant, I don't think there's nobody in the game that's going to reject or deny 
a, a inverse. He can go damn near rap on. I think he has the ability, just like Three Stacks and a couple other cats, they can hop on any track and take over. I just figured it out. I just figured it out. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to earn respect. From who? He's still trying to earn respect. Here's why. Think about the verse he did on Grisella. He literally does everything he does. He basically squashed every verse on that whole entire album, changed the beat up, and did what Eminem does best. Look at me. That's what it is. I'm still flexing my muscles. I'm still showing you how much power I have. I don't know. Because that's what it's every album seems so like. Why, like he's what, flexing what, his why, muscles. Why are you flexing your muscles on featured tracks and then you putting out this bullshit? Yeah, but he's, it still comes down to the lyrics. He still wants to be seen as the greatest rapper alive or all time. He's still trying to prove himself. Maybe he's, it's he's not going to, to he's not going he's not going to get the top. Like he's not gonna get the top, but you're gonna be up and there. You at the table. You're at why the table, bro. What's huh? stopping him from getting there? Because he remember he battled the, he was at the source because he didn't get the extra half a mic. Marquise, then what's the criteria then? Because we already know this is not like this is nothing new to us. I wouldn't introduce the okay. him yesterday. So we know he can spit, right? That's us okay. though. I think so, he wants well, the I recognition from this generation. I think he wants the recognition from them. He went after them specifically. On, on a kamikaze, that's the generation. He went right after them. Okay, then they'll go then go get their producers then. Cause the shit that you got ain't working. If you're trying to it's grab their attention, you gotta go get their. How is it not? Okay, okay, okay. Put them on. Um, what's his name's album that came out last week? Um, oh my god, fuck. We we just reviewed him last week. Um, shit, he's losing my mind. Can White dude. Oh, no, Jack Harlow? Kentucky. Jack Harlow. Put him on Jack Harlow's production. That that album. How okay. would it work? Would it He'll work? eat that shit up. It's Eminem. He would murder it, but no one would pay attention to it. Why? Because he's Eminem, he's not Jack Harlow. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay, so he has, so he's so how, he's so, this, so I think I so think, if it's not the production, if it's not the production, but we all know that he can spit, but he still has no chance of coming back and, and grabbing a young people's ear. Then what the hell is he doing? But that's the point. Like I think that's the point that rapper. me and Marquis are trying to make is that at this point, Eminem is the dinosaur, right? The T Rex. If the T Rex was alive today, it's still one of the most powerful thing in the world. But people don't give up, like. It's it's he's he's lost it like he's lost it in the sense that he's never going to regain what he had before with this new generation. He can rap on he can rap club tracks. He can rap. You can pick whatever the hot producer is that people love nowadays. Get the fucking Migos to produce for Eminem. Nobody's going to give a fuck. Are you telling me? So let's, let's just say this. You said that it, there is still a possibility that he can end up being the top lyricist of all time. He right? is the top lyricist of all time. I That's debatable. That. That's debatable. I agree with that. Okay, so so where would you where would you place Nas? Okay, I'm, Nas I got, I, I, is, I, I, I'm going somewhere with this. So Nas is the greatest lyricist to me. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Okay, okay, okay. So even if he wasn't, would you have Nas in somewhere in the top five? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. absolutely. Is that even a okay. question? You asking okay. me okay. that? <laughs> now we getting somewhere. Okay. Now we getting somewhere. Wait. Do you think okay. Nas? Is, do you think Nas is better? Do you think Nas is better than Eminem? Is a better lyrically? rapper than Eminem? Overall, period. No, no, not a rapper. Well, not a better rapper, a better lyricist, yes. Better lyricist. So what was Nas' problem his whole career? His, um, okay, that's all. That's all. That's all. And, what, and, and, where, and, where, and where do we rank his last album? But what does that have to do with Eminem, bro? I feel like you're, you're, comparing, you're making a comparison talk, that doesn't I'm ta- apply. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about production. But, but, the, fact that, the fact that Nas and Eminem is in the same category... Uh-huh. And that Nas had a problem with his production all this time. Right. But but they're completely different artists, bro. Completely Absolutely. different artists. So you can't make Nas that comparison. 
Nas is more abstract, one-dimensional. Like exactly. that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get Nas. You don't, Nas don't even need a beat. That's the thing about Nas. You don't not, even need a beat, and, and you know it's Nas. And I think Marky, you t correct me anytime. E even if even I don't have him as a better lyricist than and Marky does, but even if giving him a better lyricist, he no one can ride a beat like Eminem. So it almost doesn't matter the production with Eminem because he's gonna bring out the best in that beat. Nas is different. Well, obviously, it does matter about the production if they're not listening. No, bro, you're you're you know, you're you're I, attaching I think... the assumption that he nobody's listening because of production. That has not been proven. People like no, I'm saying the production. I think the larger help question. Him. Go ahead, man. I think the larger question. It's not about what we think. It's about what the youngins think. What do they care about? It definitely isn't lyricism. Production, I guess, can catch them when it's flashy, but I That's think we need to talk to our teenage children <laughs> and find out, like, what really makes an artist slap these days. It's just like Rakim in the sense, like, you, well, you put Rakim on on a little John beat in the '90s, still nobody's listening to Rakim. It doesn't like it's, it doesn't matter. Well, he's not cussing, so that's, that's it doesn't. But see that no, that, I mean that that doesn't matter nowadays. Fuck it was it. a joke, but but, it was a joke. <laughs> but I, what I, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, if you take that production off of King Disease and you let Nas be over that, you got to take Ultra Black off for obvious reasons. But I think cats will tap into that. I think they will no, tag into you, Eminem you gotta a little remember, bit more. Even, if they... even with us talking about Nas, we Nas didn't sell like crazy. So let's not act like Nas sold uh, to to the youngins. Nas Nas had his had his base. Like us in the hip hop community, love and respect and herald that album. Ain't no young millennials talking about the Nas album. We did that. Even Buster. Buster's album was one of the best of the year. The young people aren't talking about, and nobody can ever say Buster's issue was production. It's just that this generation, the young people aren't checking for. But to to Baylor's point, and again, these are two New, New York artists, so I guess you guys may not be privy to this, but there are tracks off of those joints that the youngins are rocking with, but they're featuring the youngins, like Pricey off of King's Disease is on the airwaves nonstop. And the kids listen to it because 5EO is on it and Ace Aver. Right. Then off Buster's thing, he has. Um, right. The remix of what's the track? With CJ. Um, the one with MOP. Caesar. CJ. No, not Caesar. Czar. Czar. Yeah. Why did I say Caesar? Chop me for that. You're, um, you're visualizing it. Yeah. Right. Whatever. I still should know how to read. Anyway. Sar, um, with this dude CJ, who has who's from Staten Island, represent, um, who has like one of the hottest tracks out right now, at least from YouTube views, called Wooty. So they're they're strategic about what they do, and those tracks do get recognized. All right, so, so look, I, I'll drop I mean, I'll drop the production to third. It got to be it got to be the features then. Well, okay, to and, to, and, tax, and to and to, to add to, to that point, point, let's go let's go back to Kamikaze. What was the most listened to? Song on Kamikaze. It was Lucky You featuring Jordan Lucas, who at that time was in the middle of his rise. Okay. So. Okay. So then you're agreeing with Baylor. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you. But you didn't. But you you made that point. Baylor didn't make it. Baylor's point was productive. Listen, let's not gang up on Baylor on his birthday. <laughs> hey, okay? I'm here. I'm here for, for this. <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I know. <laughs> but all right, that see, we can't. We, it's not possible for us to take it light on this podcast. There's always going to be something that causes a debate. There you go. That was our review of music to be murdered by side B. Uh, let's get into the TV and film section. Uh, I hope you guys all got to see 
the new trailer for Coming to America too. Yeah. Man, I'll let I'll let Mary go first on this one since we kind of took over with with Eminem talk for a while. Mary, coming to America too. Are you excited or no? Super hype. Uh, obviously, who isn't a fan of the first one? So this is a must watch. Um, I mean, first of all, can I just say how black don't crack because everybody just looks amazing. No, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Arsenio Hall cracked. That motherfucker yeah, cracked. He might have <laughs> but everyone else really looks good. Um, yeah. I think, including James Earl Jones, who must be like at least 90, if not more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, the storyline has me scratching my head a little bit. Trash. Like, so wait, am I understanding it properly that he had an illegitimate child back in Queens and that's what makes them go back? Well, so the thing that I'm thinking, because nobody's ever said that him and old girl stayed married, I'm thinking their marriage didn't last as long. Like the happy ending that we think that they got didn't. And she may have went back to New York pregnant and he never knew. That would make me feel a lot better than thinking he had a side piece the whole time that he was chasing her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. That kind of threw me. But aside from that, I'm definitely, I mean, the cast is definitely interesting. Tiana Taylor's even in there. I thought that was, that was an interesting <laughs> choice. Um, yeah. I, I mean, listen, March, right? We got to wait till March, so. March, March. All right, uh, Baylor, I'll come to you next. What do you think about it? Uh, I'm here for it, but just like we said, that storyline, I don't know. I don't know. So um, a lot of people have their doubts, and I think it was – but it was just based off of the trailer. So um, – I don't know. I mean, we're going we gonna to all tune in to Amazon Prime in March and see what it is. I'm going to even have like a little, well, no. I'm going to well, watch it. My whole thing just got proven wrong. So Mary's actually right. He does have an illegitimate child. I just read the synopsis. And so it is that uh, uh, Queen Joffrey on his deathbed says that he wants uh, Hakeem to go find his illegitimate son because Hakeem and Lisa's daughter is not eligible to take over uh, the queen because she's a woman. So apparently they are together. So he had okay. a side piece in New York. Mary was right. Well, how is that? How is that going to go over? I wonder because Lisa was a chick who spoke her mind for sure. <laughs> Marky, yeah, just fucked me up. <laughs> uh, I got a question. Who is this for? Us. I, I get no. I, I get that. Uh, the generation below us going to watch that? No. That's why I got so. Mm -hmm. You got to think, this was a movie that was made for theatrical release, and they sold it off after it was completed, meaning they saw it and said, you know what, we can't make no money for this. Let's sell it to Amazon. This wasn't a pandemic? This wasn't because of the pandemic? No, this was not because of the pandemic. Um, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah, this I'm was this was sold to Amazon before watch. the pandemic, and then it was supposed to release on Christmas. Amazon decided to push it back till March. So no, this was sold because I think it was Warner Brothers, whatever major studio actually paid for the movie, got the final cut and was like, nah, bro, this ain't it. Uh. <laughs> well, I will say the best thing though about that trailer was the barbershop scene reenactment. They that, did that to a T. And sexual chocolate's back. So listen. Right? <laughs> I just need those two scenes. If nothing if those two scenes are good in the movie, that I, I, it was worth the price of admission for me. Yeah. Again, we we have to we have to see it just because they saw it. They don't know what we want, so we have to just see it. You know what I mean? I'm 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 hoping that it's great. I need it to be great. Yeah, it has to be great. Yeah. 
or I mean, Eddie Murphy has so much more juice now than he used to, than he had at the time that he made that. So I would have think he would have some involvement. But then again, he did make Norbit, so I don't I don't know how much I trust him. <laughs> and that's the thing. He's, he's, so this he's the producer on this, but this was written by Kenya Bears, who does uh, all the Blackish shows. So. Well, and black as fuck, but yeah, I don't know. Um, um, that makes me a little even less yeah. <laughs> confident. Exactly. Yeah, but what I will say, though, is that down. his style of humor, you can see that working in a Coming to America sequel, if if that's your but, thing. So. Well, his style of humor, I like, I like in general, but you have to... Uh, you got to abide by the rules, though. You got to feed off of the original. You have to somehow. Adding new shit, I'm not, I mean, but then again, it is in a new era. We'll see, though. We'll see. I don't know. I'm going to watch it. This is kind of sad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, I mean, it, it, I hate it when people say, like, the whole, like, you're ruining the first one by making, listen, the first one is still the first one. It's Nobody's mm-hmm. going and saying, now you have to watch the second one every time you watch the first one. So it's not going to ruin the original. But at the same time, it's just like, you're gonna think of that though, like the story will continue in your head. In the and, be, and because of how days. far apart they're that, that they are, like you can't help but to think about the first one. I mean, it's yeah. not I mean, you're gonna think you. about the first one. I'm saying that it doesn't ruin the first one. No, I don't think prime. it ruins it at all. I think it's just the expectations because of the first one. I don't know. To me, a prime example. Earlier today, I was watching Best Man Holiday, and then I was talking to my daughter about the original Best Man. And I don't know, Best Man Holiday would have been great up until the freaking end when the wife died. Um, and it really just, like, now I can't watch the Best Man and not think, oh, this chick is going to die. <laughs> like, I don't know. So those stories do continue for you when you rewatch the original. I mean, the Best Man Holiday was good, though. <laughs> it was good until then. I mean, that they really didn't need to kill her off. That yeah, killed now, the whole now damn I'm thinking, vibe. Now I'm thinking about all the movies that had a sequel <laughs> <laughs> why'd I get married too? I'm like, oh shit. Right? They oh, should have just left it at why'd I get married in the first place. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I guess we'll see. I mean uh... <laughs> When they start killing when they start killing off cats, I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Let's go. Let's get off the <laughs> this is gonna turn into a whole other side tangent. Let's go off into it's a Cardi B. Another new venture for Cardi B. A this is like a variety show for Cardi B. Uh, they they label it as a reality show, but no, it's more of a, a variety show than a reality show, in which she's going to be doing different things each episode. But I think the thing that's more important than, than the show itself, it's how it's going to be delivered. This is going to be the first one on Messenger Watch, which you can log in with Facebook and Instagram, and I even think on YouTube, and watch it with people live and have like a community experience while you're watching it. I think that'll help the show grow. But what do you think about Cardi B spreading her wings a little bit more? No, thanks. <laughs> I just hate everything about this. I mean, listen, nothing against Cardi B, but I don't know. Another story from today. I don't know. Life is coming full circle today. But um, she had posted her daughter, like, biting, trying to eat the Christmas tree ornaments. And my daughter showed it to me. And then all you just hear is her voice. And I was like, this is really mean. So maybe we should edit this. (laughs) But I was like. I really uh, would hate to be her daughter and have to hear her voice like all the time. Like, <laughs> like that was my thought. So yeah, having to watch a variety show with her, I think I'll pass. <laughs> Watching a show with a community experience, I don't want none of that. <laughs> like, what an 
whatever happened to just doing things in peace? I mean, I don't know. Watching versus is a community experience. Yes, but it's like it's controlled. <laughs> Not like we all just in here watching this together. I don't know. Like I'm, you can dip in and out of Twitter when you watch versus. That's the community for me. <laughs> Mary, I, Mary you're starting. You're starting to sound a little get off my yard, my yardish there, my love. Oh, oh I always have been that. Though, <laughs> yeah. like, even when I was like 18, so this isn't some old shit. If that's where we going on Bailey's birthday, for real though, Bailey, you know what I mean? Like Bailey, you're calling you us old just because you're the youngest one here. Am I the youngest one here? I thought I was older than you. You are. Oh it's shit! I didn't know. You are. <laughs> and we I'm don't appreciate you right now. I'm twenty I'm twenty eight. <laughs> Baylor. Baylor, there's no fucking way, bro. Uh but go ahead and get like what do you think about this Cardi B? <laughs> I'm not watching it. I don't care for it. I'm glad I'm glad Mary said that because I didn't I don't care, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. But you know, it's good for her, I guess business wise and fame wise, she she keeping her name relevant, she you know. The pastel weave wears are gonna eat this shit up. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. They gonna have clips and shit on Twitter and IG and Oh, oh, if y'all thought there was a lot of Cardi B gifts before, just wait. The memes and the Cardi B gifts are gonna be at an all time high once the show debuts. Marquis, what do you think? I gotta say this. <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever seen anyone rise as fast as her. Stripper to rapper to Amazon commercial to album mixtape um, reality show to now a new variety show. I've never seen a ri- movies. I've never seen a rise like this before. In like in my a three-year stretch. Yeah, it can she really drop another album. She has one album. It can really only be, comp- and it's it's not as high, but it really, as far as like a a, a single stretch, I really think the only thing it could be compared to is fifty. And even then, his was music-based. His was more based on the music. He he had other ventures. Like, the TV thing came way later. But as far as, like, a meteoric rise, it can really only be compared to that. Your boy boy, boy 6'9", to go. And then he started running his mouth. But, you know. I'm just saying, just in in general, he he did take off pretty fast. I think it popped out of nowhere for me. Yo, yeah. think about this. She was actually offered the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like she was they, offered, they, she turned they, it down. They they was hurting though. They was hurting. I mean, it's still the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, millions yeah. of eyes are gonna see you. She turned that shit down. I've never seen a rise like this. I mean, like yeah, compared to Fifty, but Fifty also got shot nine times and started to shoot people back. But I've never I seen anything like that nine times. You know, y'all remember, y'all yeah. remember that shit. I feel, I feel <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna check out the first episode. I check out the first episode of damn near everything. Like it's so we'll see. Uh, but it's Cardi. That shit out on Twitter. (laughs) All right. The the moment I'm sorry. The moment she said this guy wants to go on the Mars. There's no oxygen there. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I can't stand her talking, bro. (laughs) Yeah, back to that lasagna shit. Ah. All right, old man. <laughs> How's your knee? You know, it's not my knees. It's actually like my back, though, bro. I That's even worse, bro. Stop, stop chasing yeah, after the Asian chicks, man. No, nah, it's just the way I be sleeping sometimes. But I still get buckets, though. Try me. Word. Wow. 
word. Yeah, now because you got that old man post game, so you 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 can't stop the old man post game. Uh, I mean, it's one two dribble. I'm tired of these playing around. I got like two fast breaks in me, and I'm done, bro. Sub. How are you on defense? I lock you up, bro. Don't play with me. <laughs> Don't play with me. Oh man. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's get to the good shit. All man. right, let's get into the power. Cause, cause this nigga, this nigga Bobby Brown pissing me off. Listen, I think I think this episode has officially set the stage. So we're heading into the power book two recap. I think this has officially, you know where things are gonna go now. We started to get the bodies dropping, right? So my thing is she and the the how do I want to wait, 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 wait. this? Go ahead. No. Oh wow. Um can I just tell you how uh, Asian bitch popped up on your phone, didn't you? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, they they moved to my house now. Um <laughs> Wow. Um, can I just express my extreme disappointment that Bobby Brown did not get murked in this episode? Oh, it's like, coming. Oh, for sure, this was it. It's coming. And Man. then, no, he still lives to see another day and cause more ruckus and just be an asshole. The f- I just want him gone. The fact that she said at the end of this episode to Tariq, if he comes after you, you have to do what you have to do. But if I find out you went looking for my son, I will kill it's you. On. That lets you know what the, what that's that's foreshadowing that's gonna be what what causes the rift between them he's gonna die it's gonna be something that points to maybe Tariq did it she's gonna be watching him closely and then that whole family's gonna turn on him okay but hear me out real quick and we can get back to it side on a, on a little sidebar 50 if you listening and I know you are you can create a whole nother show with Bobby Brown you could do this he could be another drug dealer. They could do that even city. if they kill him. They could go tell the story of how he got to that point. There you go. That's another two, three seasons right there. But I thought we agreed that we all didn't like Bobby Brown. What are you I doing, did. Baylor? No, what I'm You're doing really- is, <laughs> No, no, that's the thing, though. I believe I believe within the next... I think he's going to die. I think he is. But what I'm saying is, if they wanted to... What I'm, what I'm actually saying is that Power is actually developing their characters pretty damn good. Yes, yes, yes. I agree with that. And here's my thing, though. I think what his fatal flaw is going to be, or his the mistake that might get him got if it isn't Tariq, is going to be him letting the Guapo dude or Guap, whatever gang, letting him live. What was wrong mm. with him? Yeah, you can't yeah. go back there and and fuck up somebody's whole gang and let the leader live. He's yeah, coming was, back for you. Yeah, that was crazy. That see, that and that's crazy. the thing that's up. Kanan would have killed him. And then one of the little niggas on the crew, he would have been like, you're now in charge of the game. You, you, you report work, to me. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You work yeah. for me now. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to go one or two ways, right? So this is. let me know what you guys think. Either 2-Bit is going to kill Bobby Brown, and then they're going to think that it was Tariq ordered the hit on him some type of way. Mm. Or, or... Uh, two bit is gonna actually turn and try to kill Tariq, and Bobby Brown is actually gonna save Tariq, and then it's gonna mend that fence. That's the only two ways that this can go. Mm, okay, so tell this. me, th- so tell me this then. So I like the second one better, right? Mm-hmm. Me too. The, fir- the first one I don't quite understand. Why would two bit want to kill Bobby Brown in the first place? Because he's gonna come after Tariq. I mean, two bit killed the dude yeah. that Bobby Brown sent for him. So yeah, but that was that was thing. before he got the money though. But he's but, but he's is this, but right? he's going to keep Tariq protecting Tariq because Tariq money. is going to keep paying. Yes, yes. And if Bobby Brown's a threat to Tariq, now those threats become threats to Tubit. 
Or Bobby Brown. I mean, Tuve came through in the clutch. Oh, yeah, because three. As much as I don't he like did. him either, but, you know. How all that shit linked and up when he was like, when he was like, he no, took a me picture of dude. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And this is the difference between also Tariq and Ghost. Ghost got his hands dirty. Tariq can't fight to save his fucking life. No, Ooh, he hey, can't. Wait, hey, did y'all see how they dodged that sexy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Effie, though. Shout out to Effie. That's my boo. I knew she was coming back. I told you she was coming back. Yeah, but do we trust her? No. no. She seemed like she all about her money, though. Right, and she ratted on him already. Like, they I don't got, know. I they, had, they, got, they got 50K, which, look, I ain't going to lie to you. I, lo- I like what you're doing, Power, but somehow you got to explain to me how this fucking freshman and Effie from the block can get 50K Effie was from Shoot. She wasn't from the block. That Chout, whatever the name of that damn but she school is. is. But she was. Just like, she, she. remember she said, part of the reason she had a beef with Tariq is that she had to fight to get there. Whereas Tariq yeah, got yeah, placed yeah. there because he his family had money. Right, right, right. But hey, how they, how they get 50K that fast? Um, Those little prep white schools. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's different from selling the niggas and selling to the whiteies, bro. You can get that yeah. money real quick. 50K, that was pretty... <laughs> Between between out. weed and pills, but they were wait selling a cocaine. Where, where you're right? No way. She it was, was selling cocaine. That That's how they made the fifty k off her, her selling cocaine. She's oh. the one who brought it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's yeah. my thing, right? Now, to your point, Baylor, how Ghost and Tariq are very different, or, or no, sorry, not different, are alike. Is that actually this was the point you made, Hayes? Is that they both make a mistake in not telling the people who are closest to them enough because mm-hmm. he might have lost Braden now. Yeah. Much in the same way that Ghost lost Tommy by not by just feeding him little bits of information and not the big picture. When all he had to then do was tell, was tell Braden, look, I, I don't want you though, selling but... it because you're too important to her day-to-day operations. At least if she's exactly. selling it and gets caught, we, we're scot-free. That's all exactly. he had to do. I think Braden be bitching too much. He does, but it's because he knows that shit's not good. Tariq keeps fucking lying to him. Yeah. <laughs> because he, Tariq don't want him in his business. Then he shouldn't have him in the business. In his business. Like, oh, but, yeah. but prior to that, prior to that, he had nothing to do with it. He didn't involve him. The white boy can't press him. No, bro. Braden wants Bra- to know since, what he's in. Since Tariq started the game at the school, Braden's been involved since the very beginning. Yeah. He helped him. He helped him start that. So he's been there since the beginning. I'm talking, yeah, beginning of selling. But as far as him, like Tyreek was already in hot water before he got there. But he didn't want he didn't want Braden to be involved in his personal business. I, that's what I was saying. But see, right, but it's too late now. Yeah, all this is <laughs> all, but all this is their business. Like still, if he didn't want to tell him he killed his father and what his family got going on, that's fine. But he keeps lying to them about shit they're working on together. Yeah. Look, he's Brown. a sociopath, yeah. honestly. Very much. But so was so Ghost. Tariq, he's a sociopath. And he doesn't even realize it. He's the worst kind. <laughs> hey, so look, <laughs> can we talk about the teacher that's jealous, though? Like, this nigga jealousy is getting on my nerves, bro. Oh, my God. I wanted him to die, too. Like, I was I, hoping that when he followed him to the motel and Dre came to the door, he was going to spot him. And that was it. Because are you nuts can, can following so I, somebody? He has to get. He has to get shot. He's That's, going to come up by him, by him, by him taking that picture of that transaction. Uh, I think it's coming up. I think it's coming up. He you. still thinks Tyreek is the one that's yeah. smashing old girl. Yeah, yeah. Where where was Sax and the niece? Yo, yo, where them niggas at? 
That's well, what we, we didn't about. we didn't get Saks Denise Method Man in this episode right. at all. That's crazy. That's, she got to die as soon as she come back. Bobby Brown got to kill her. <laughs> but two 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 great things that I want to make sure we don't point out because we we point out a lot of the heavy stuff is a Dre beat. Going badass, which everybody now, thought he was a soft sec- one. That's the second time doing that, though. Yeah, remember. yeah. But so I think we're seeing Dre take his place in the family, which is dope. Yes. But then yes. on top of that, also the very last conversation with Tasha and uh, the, the Lorenzo. Pa- yeah, Lorenzo, Lorenzo, who's not them kids' why, daddy. Why, Every time call- he is, there's <laughs> no way in hell them kids are <laughs> But let, that last conversation was amazing. Coming from a place of a mother of like, if you hurt what's mine, I'll find a way to like not hurt I, I, it'd be easy yeah. to throw it. I'll take what's yours, but no, I'm gonna find a way even from behind bars. That that was I like that scene. Yeah, that was powerful. Yeah. And Marquis just sitting there like <laughs> I'm intrigued. Marquis has a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. I do. Where you at? Where you at, Marquis? He's I'm never watched nowhere. it. I'm in New Jersey right now. You ain't, you ain't, you haven't even started season one. Uh, it's been a tough. Do you mean? No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting. So I'm getting I told there. him to go to last season because that's what he yeah, needs to started, watch and that's to why, understand that's why I know this so much one about Ghost and all that because I went there. I'm trying to get the backstory of how Tariq hates his father and Tommy's involved in all. That. You know what I mean? So. Uh, hey, look. Let me tell you, let me tell you, man, Power has done a good job of erasing this nigga ghost. Like for, yeah. you know, for a minute, I was like, nah, he not dead. He not dead. He going to come back because we've seen how he carried the show. But mm-hmm. this nigga Tyreek, man, they've done a great fucking job. And the supporting cast is just as good as him. So, yeah, they're they doing a good job. Yep, I agree. Yep. Um, So we're supposed to do it for life catch up as well. I did not watch for life last episode oh damn it was one of the best episodes yet if really? you ask me that's I, all i'm gonna say a chance to watch it yet. yeah damn, i didn't watch it either damn yeah because it, it, it comes on it comes on wednesdays uh they're on break I now know. and so like after we recorded last week we are i'm old now i went to sleep I'm not even gonna fucking hold you <laughs> <laughs> i'm 28 Chasing mazes, boy. That's the name of this episode. I'm 28. <laughs> Get back in your room. So Get we'll do uh do a catch up on that. Uh but that's it. We're gonna go ahead into our last segment. Got to talk about the for culture awards and then we're going the fuck home. Uh, we'll be right back after. Being a mom is probably the most rewarding thing that I've ever done. I have my own company, but I'm a mom first. A young urban mom, it's not an experience like any other. When you're young, you're growing with your kid. You're growing into that identity. Developing and creating a community of moms that are basically sharing information with one another so that we can be stronger moms. Perfect imperfection, beautiful chaos, doing the best you can every day, falling down nine times but getting up ten. As long as you are led by love, you kind of can't lose. Moms coming together to share information so that we can be great parents for our, our children. Us being the change we wanted to see in the world. Young came into existence. All right, yeah, Brayden, so last week. Brayden, Brayden be acting like a little bitch. <laughs> well, you would too if <laughs> you, did, you felt like some shady shit was happening. Yeah. Carry on. All right, so. Last week, I tried to do the nominees for TV show, movies, all that shit. My team 
who who did not help me make the nominations called me out. <laughs> well, now we're back with the revamp nominations. <laughs> I had, sorry, I had to throw y'all under the bus. We helped you today. Yeah, y'all. They, so we got help today. Uh, uh. So first, we're gonna start off with TV show of the year. We have the nominees are Lovecraft Country, Woke, For Life, Power Book Two, and P Valley. Thoughts on those? What do you guys think is going uh, on? I mean, powered. <laughs> for reasons like that we just described. True, true. I think it's going to come down between, I think it's going to be a three-man race, power, insecure, and P-Valley. Insecure isn't on the list yeah. anymore, bro. Gotta yeah, he didn't, oh, make it, not? He, didn't he didn't put make insecure there. Can you believe it? Oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> I mean, if four life is as good as y'all say it is, and I'll I, I throw that one up there. I personally, I think P-Valley is going to win this because, like, people are still talking. This show's been off. <laughs> Like for over a month, and people still talk about it consistently. But for me, Power Book Two has the best writing. So, mm-hmm. did, did anybody not? How, how did people feel about Dope? Not Dope. I'm sorry. Woke? Oh my God. Um, Woke. I was like, huh? We loved Woke. Yeah, yeah, yeah Woke is I went there. Back. Yeah. I went back. Woke is there. I, I know. I know that. I know that. I'm saying, but there's no discussion. It doesn't compare at all no. to the other shows. We're I think talking also about. it's the platform so that it's there on. Was a there. I think also there it's the was. platform is that it's Hulu and not a lot of people we saw the same thing with, with the Wu-Tang series like it was really really good but it didn't have like the mainstream appeal of like shows from Netflix and okay. other places because I think just Hulu isn't a platform that a lot of people subscribe Watch. to. Yeah. yeah. But Lovecraft Country? That show's on Showtime though. No it's HBO. Is that HBO? Yeah. Oh, I knew it was one of HBO Max it, though as a streaming service has been on its way up. Oh yeah yeah. No, yep. Hold on guys. Yep. So, I mean, I guess we'll see where the vote goes. Uh, but okay, yeah, okay. I guess we'll see where the vote goes. Uh, okay. Movie of the year, uh, we have Trial of the Chicago Seven, The Banker, Tenet, Bad Boys for Life, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I'm I'm gonna say based off of what I watched so far, Ma Rainey, bro. I'll, I'll, it's there's no hype. That yeah. shit is real. Definitely, Baylor. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's going to be between uh, Banker and Bad Boys for Life. I I gotta agree with Marquis. I think it's gonna be Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for a few different reasons. It has two of the best acting performances of the year. Period. From Viola Davis and Chadwick. She killed it. And then, dude, go ahead. Then when you add in the fact that we lost Chadwick, I definitely think that uh that from our audience that's gonna vote on it, I think that's gonna win hand. I think that's gonna run away with it at this point. If my Rainey's Black Bottom had came out early in the the fact that it literally came out two weeks ago is definitely re- recency bias alone may carry that one to the win. Yeah, that's true. But does everything sell though? So Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'll speak for Mary. She'll agree. Okay. Right. I, I I promise you. She'll agree on that one. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry, what was it? Uh, so we're a uh, movie of the year. The, t- the nominees were Trial of Chicago 7, The Banker, Tenet, Bad Boys for Life, and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Which one do you think is going to pull Ma Rainey. Out? Yep. Like, I cannot say it enough. We Are we reviewing it next week? Yes. Yes, we okay. are. Okay. All right. Actor and Actress of the Year. Uh, now, usually in the year where we had more movies, we probably would have separated it out, but we threw it all together on this one. Uh, John David Washington from Tenet. Anthony Mackie yeah. in The Banker, Viola Davis from Black Bottom, and Chadwick Boseman from Black Bottom. Chadwick. The, you know that. Yeah. I, you Chadwick's going to, like, there's no way Chadwick's yeah. not going to win this just because of everything. Yeah. Everything we just said about Maureen's Black Bottom in general, there's no way he's yeah. Who I think should win, Viola, Viola Day. And she, I, I wish I would have pulled the clip where she had this thing where people are always saying that she's the black um, Meryl Streep, but she doesn't get paid like it. They don't offer her the money like it. She, 
and I get it. We have some amazing black actresses historically, but Vi- what Viola Davis is able to do, it, and it varies so much, is amazing. Go ahead. And Go ahead. I love the fact that she talks about an imposter syndrome, which is one of the things I was actually listening to on Clubhouse. I actually never thought that existed. Mm. I really didn't think that existed, but I understand. And she basically said, I suffer from imposter syndrome. Like, imagine this woman who's that powerful, who commands the stage like that, doesn't believe she deserves it. Doesn't believe she's worth it. Like, and then she's always going to fight to live up to what the expectation of her, her hero. And I know what she said, Meryl Streep is one of her heroes. One of the people she's trying to, you know, surpass as far as the caliber of actress, but she's done that, but she still don't, doesn't think she's worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a truth. And that's some real shit, yo. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that woman. Yeah. I love that woman. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. And then how she was able to like put on weight and everything to like she hands down. Uh just class act, one of the greatest of all time already. That's period. You can put her in the Hall of Fame for me right now. Um, but yeah, so uh that that's the actor and actress of the year. Uh the next couple of awards that we have. Really quick, I want to say one thing about that. What I love about her, you don't see Viola Davis in every film. You see the, the person role. she's playing. That's yeah, it, the absolutely. role. You don't see her. You see Denzel. You see Will Smith, you don't see Viola. You know what I'm saying? You see that person that she's projecting. So, move on. My bad. Yeah, you good. Baylor, did I give you a chance to speak on this one? I'm sorry if I didn't. What do you think? Uh, no, I, I mean, I would have, you know, I would have went with Chadwick as well. Uh, but if I had to pick an actress, I I probably would have went with Felicia Rashad mm. with uh, Black Box because that was her, that was her Denzel Washington training day uh, role. That role wasn't that good though, bro. Okay. I, I wouldn't put it up there. Nearly like, yeah, it's, it was it was weird seeing her as a villain because of how we look at her and which what place she holds in the culture. But I mean, it wasn't anything to me. It wasn't anything special about that role. Well, then she probably would lose. <laughs> <laughs> she got she got my vote. Redfish <laughs> toothless. All right, my bacon. Next one fine. for the culture moment of the year, and this one is not between like this. This is weird. Where how much it varies. We have. Kamala Harris, uh, vice presidential selection. The Savage remix by Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Uh, because you can't deny that that video was a black culture moment. And then uh, the the all the rallies and everything that happened after the death of George Floyd. And just the country rallying together as much as that I probably have ever seen it in my lifetime. What do you guys think is going to be the further culture moment of the year? The rallies. Yeah, it has to be right. At least, if my faith in society is ever going to be sustained, it has to be that. Because if the Savage remix ends up winning out of this, I'm done. What do you think, Baylor? I think it's going to be the rallies as well, but I can see it being in a dogfight with uh, Miss Harris because, well, I think she's going to lose because a lot of a lot of us still struggle with her past. You know what I mean? So uh, ultimately, I think it's going to go to the rallies. All right, last one. Because we already decided the we're just gonna name Lil Wayne after that last stunt. We're not even gonna put it up for vote. We He's might the as Coon well just name the award after him, though. Oh, the cool Lil Wayne Coon artist. Of the, you know what? You are absolutely right. Uh, great, great pick, Baylor. Um, comedy special of the year. We got zero Ooh. fucks. Zero fucks given. Kevin Hart. My mind made it by Yvonne Ari. Uh, Miami Night. Hannibal Burris. And then Time Machine. Leslie Jones. Oh my God, we're gonna pick out of that. Yeah, I know. 
the, the, the Yvonne one definitely isn't winning for me. Um, you you can't even you can't even like honestly, if this was, I can see people just giving it to Kevin Hart because of his name, but that was so bad. Yeah, I was. might give it to the, I might give it to Hannibal Burks. The only scene I laughed at was the Walmart scene. Oh yeah, you gonna get you some stuff? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> That's it. Um, that the Time Machine Leslie Jones got my pick. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I suggest going to watch it if you haven't. Like, I'm not even, I don't even find usually Leslie Jones that super funny. That was a great stand up. Really? Okay. Yeah. She was cool in Ghostbusters. She was all right. <laughs> her biggest, I like her biggest hit video. Never mind. I was about to make a joke that probably would have got me canceled. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. You got to do it then. You got to do it. You can't bring it up. You can't bring it up and not do it. Nah, don't do it. Do it offline. <laughs> I'll do it off <laughs> after we get done recording. No, this one, I've. I push a lot of boundaries here. I'm not going to push that one today. Uh, but that's it. That is the nominees for the list. We'll be putting videos up for you guys to vote over the course of the next week between now and the next episode so we can then make announcements. Uh, but go ahead, everyone. Give your social media. Uh, Mary is indisposed. We share, already know she's dealing with some stuff. So you can follow her at Miss Mary Almonte. Um, on every social media platform. You can also go and check out Young Urban Moms, which is her podcast that is great. Make sure you go and check that out and support it. But, uh, Baylor, go ahead and give your social media. At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for President, Open Run with BTG, part of the Rare Science Network. Um, and uh, y'all, stay warm, you know? Stay warm and stay nice. Because, you know, the, the too short and E40, not for this particular weather. No. <laughs> no. Go ahead, Marky. What is it? Sounding? Sounding.com? Oh, is that, Jesus what Christ. Yeah. Follow me at sounding.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Grand Band um, on Twitter. Jesus. Q-U-I-Z-U-S. You know, on pretty much. Don't follow me. Trust me. Just keep it simple. Keep life happy. And what about you, sir? CEO. Talk to us. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, that's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, thebreaksradio at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. As far as any parting words. Die slow. Sorry. I don't even fucking know. Like, have have a fun holiday season. <laughs> yes. Like, seriously, everyone have fun. Stay safe. Um, listen to some great music and just enjoy your family. We've had a very long ass fucking year. If you get to be around your family during this time, enjoy the hell out of them. That's all I can say. Hey, and you know what? You know what? To piggyback off of that, I think Fifty should have like a uh, a multiple <laughs> multiple choice pick on Twitter and and on IG. Who should die next? Because you know what, Bradley brother, he should go too because he's a dope head. And he's getting on my nerves as well. What's his name? I got to go look his name up. <laughs> you right. people are awesome. Yeah. But that's it. This has I been another, another episode of The Breaks Radio. We off this bitch. Peace. Yeah. She says I am trash, but she listens to Takashi. Bitch, you lost me. Yeah, fair weather, wishy-washy. She thinks machine washed me. Swear to God, man, her favorite rapper, wish she crossed me. I love conflict, got an obnoxious what? subconscious. Yeah. I'm afraid to unlock it. Keep those monsters in the closet. I'm what an idiotic addict. Sub-buttons. But I've been throwing down gauntlets since that underground rockets. Yeah. Where I planted my roots. Yeah. 
That's how I had a whole planet that roots for me As in the group and no one thinks dark as I think So imagine the havoc these black thoughts are to wreak As in Trotter, I keep slaughtering beats Shout out to beat minus and T-minus But me long as I pre promise to be honest And wholeheartedly apologies be honor for that song that leaked I'm sorry Bri, it wasn't meant to cause you grief Regardless it was wrong of me But I'll be on my own